0: Welcome to another exciting edition of Near Mid Comic Radio, your local comic shop shrunk down, gamma-radiated, sworn to protect the world that fears and hates it, and aired live-ish every week, only on the Non-Productive Network, the only place that would have us. I'm your host, Frank, joined in studio, as always, by Pete and James. Hi, Pete and James. Hi, Frank. Hi. And our special guest for our review this month-ish, I don't know how long this is going to last, John Trumbull of Back Issue Magazine from Tomorrow's Publishing.
1: Hi, John. Hi, Frank. How you doing?
0: I don't, you don't, you had no <laughs> control over being a Muppet right there, did you? No, no. Because I waved my hands, and it it made the Kermit come out of you. Yeah, it did. Wow. I did not expect that to happen. It did. Uh, Speaking of the Kermit coming out of you, that doesn't translate at all. Crisis
1: on
2: (laughs) Infinite Earths. We are all the way halfway through. Crisis on Infinite Earths. All the way halfway through. If you write in and explain to us why that does work... You will get an official no prize.
0: Yes, absolutely. All right. So last issue was the bombshell reveal of the character we are calling Anti-Monitor, because it's going to be easier that way. Mm -hmm. Um, And in this issue, Three three Deaths, I have a question for you at the very end. Who? Which? We don't know yet. It'll
3: make sense at the end. Can I start us off by talking about this cover? Yes. Oh sure! I love this cover. I know there's, a, and I think it's coming up, a very famous cover. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, but I this is the cover I would want as a kid. This a big, big up,
1: close-up of the anti-mart. This would
3: end up, you know, like on my desk, so I could see it all the time. This is a awesome cover. It yeah. is a terrifying villain. I mean, this is the
0: infinity of the uh, in, of his
3: eyes in the oh. background. It's like mm-hmm. two suns, or the. Spin, I yeah. love this cover. Mm-hmm. I just cannot tell you how much I like this cover.
2: I'm actually, with what I've learned about that being his mouth, not his teeth. Mm-hmm. I actually dislike this cover a little bit more than I. Oh do. wow! It's yeah. Like
1: because I never read those as separate teeth.
2: I, I read those as teeth, and it always looked like this just mouth, evil mouth full of teeth mm-hmm. with this evil grin, mm. bearing yeah. awful teeth, and like his jaws wired shut, sort mm. of.
0: I can see both but ways now of he just interpreting looks, it. N- yeah. Now yeah. it just
2: looks like this stoic.
0: He, he looks uh, emaciated behind the in the costume. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's great, and actually, even the uh, in, the inside cover the or the the front page. is cool. You've got the classic hero, crippled in fear. You've got Psycho Pirate there for some reason. Well,
3: you've got then He's like the minion. He's like the minion in he, this thing. He, yes, he, my master. You he's, know, he's yeah. even doing that pose.
2: He's even yeah. He's got the full pose. He's standing there being
1: dissed. <laughs> He's like, oh, I'm well. here for someone for you to talk to, so you're not just monologuing to yourself.
0: Oh, man,
2: there's when been a long that, history. When did a comic book ever need... The, uh, an excuse for the Into villain to the stand there and monologue. However, it is a
0: feature in many comics where there's the big bad and the lesser bad, yeah. and the lesser bad is toadying up to the big bad. I yeah. think because eventually it gets monotonous to have the monologuing and e- editorial boxes. Although yeah. we get a plenty of editorial boxes this and time monologuing. Time. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yes, we we're we're getting deep into the story now um finally psycho pirate although he's still insulted by having list
1: all the other heroes <laughs> i and should villain. have gotten this person i should have gotten this person so and every time I do, I do that it's like well, yeah why didn't you because you know oh okay raven i'll forgive that because raven was like off the table at this point she had sure. been like spirited away to some unknown realm so uh, and marv wolfman was also writing the new teen titans mm-hmm. book so he doesn't want to screw up his own storylines. I'll forgive that. And uh, uh, who is the other woman? Phobia. Uh, she she was a relatively minor villain from the Teen Titans. He totally could have brought her in. Yeah. She has the added advantage of being sane yeah. and not being in an, in a freaking asylum. Sane's overrated. Yeah, <laughs> on, honestly, I think it's
0: pure toadyism. But I also read this a lot as Mar Wolfman listing all the other characters he could have used. Yeah, He missed Scarecrow, melted. though. Oh, yeah. Even that could yeah. have worked. Yeah, maybe. maybe. You think uh, there's a little harder because it's chemical, but yeah, it's still there. Yeah,
1: I mean, the, the, yeah, the Scarecrow had, like, the fear bombs. I mean, he, he couldn't do it organically the way the other characters uh, okay. could, so.
0: Yeah. And it's not like he doesn't get zoinked with power-influencing rays from anti monitor skull. Regardless, the basic premise is uh, the world is still blowing up, or the the, the remaining Monitor satellite is blowing up. Uh <laughs> God, really? I'm sick of saying this. Pariah is still whining. (laughs) Oh, Pariah. He constantly dropped. Like, I wonder why
2: this is happening to me. I better be a plot point because otherwise. (laughs) Before we get to Pariah, I just want to, on that opening page, I do like, I do appreciate the little detail that apparently uh, anti-monitors layer is lit with spotlighting. <laughs> yep. Which explains how he was able to stay in the a, shadows. Got a dramatic every, spot. Yeah. He finally
1: paid the electric bill. He doesn't yeah. have to... All those other earths are destroyed. He doesn't have to power other evil headquarters. So he's like, hey, I can finally light this headquarters oh, I and he have did, a dramatic I just imagine he
2: took two steps forward into
1: the well, Yeah, probably. Spotlight. I yes. think
0: it was just he had a, he had an early track lighting system in. Yeah, right. He was, was going to pull it out just because it's the 80s now. It's going to, you know, it cost a lot in the 70s to put that in. The shag carpeting was gone, but the track lighting stayed. Sure. All right. So, yes, yeah, Psycho Pirate has uh, finally got a chance to use his powers in this comic. But before that, we will, of course... Run into the end of that satellite of love? That's not. That's a Mimus D three K thing. That's not what. Well, the, to, the, no you know, the monitor satellite.
1: did watch a lot of movies on his satellite, <laughs> and he probably <laughs> built oh, a robot God. or two. Um,
0: I would, I would support your, yeah.
1: your pitch to DC to make. If it was the monitor and and Harbinger and uh, you know, I guess I guess, I guess Pariah, like, uh, they're yeah. all watching movies together. I would do, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, and, I'm, That would be fun They'd be watching Marvel state, movies
0: The worst that they can find
2: <laughs> And since this crisis is a crisis Not only of matter versus antimatter But also of emotion Yes, yes. Oh, would primarily for, of
0: emotion apparently it, it, <laughs> Right,
2: It would stand to reason That <laughs> and the satellite of love would be A right. key force for good yes.
0: yeah, uh, So I misread There's a panel that comes up In the the tumult of the space station About to blow up uh-huh. There's a panel where uh, uh, Black Canary and Supergirl and Wonder Woman are all and Cole uh, and Cole are all f- like falling and flailing about. Mm-hmm. Changeling is also there, and someone yeah. says, "Just my luck, I'm surrounded by beautiful ladies that's or beautiful ch- girls." That's Changeling. Changeling. That was yeah. Changeling. I
3: thought that was Beast Boy.
0: That same same, same character, guy, same different guy. Names. Oh, same he was just guy. called Changeling at okay. the time and oh, right. they actually yeah. refer to that in the, in the cartoon show less that confused it's like kind of yeah. how
2: Robin and Nightwing are the same dude got yeah. It. so
0: yeah you would know that if you listen to our podcast which may not have gone Changeling, by the time you Changeling
1: was this horny 16 year old so, so, so but the it. point is was, I did not notice that little bird
0: there uh-huh. and I assumed it was Wonder Woman saying it and I'm like you know what <laughs> <laughs> it, this tracks it <laughs> does <laughs> it's the end of the world she grew up on an island of women she's an Right, uh, yeah, I am like, all yeah, right, good. Yeah. I am glad the story is doing this, and then I noticed a little. <laughs> this green is very parrot,
1: progressive for nineteen eighty five.
2: I noticed a little green parrot, and I was like, God "Damn it!" And right. actually, come to think of it, it is still pretty progressive for nineteen eighty five. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. Um, yeah, interesting things happen, but the ship blows up, and this time it's Alexander Luther who throws himself or tries to throw himself on the uh, martyr, uh, uh, yeah, stake, but is uh, stopped in what is. I guess Harbinger's big moment that happens throughout this book. She's yeah.
3: yeah she sac- she sacrifices herself her, her powers her powers yeah. Yeah. in an attempt to like make it up to the monitor. Even though she, she's feeling him.
1: guilty because she do- she killed yeah. the monitor. So what um, as you do,
3: what we're missing oh.
0: here is that there are three additional Earths that aren't Earth one or Earth two. Uh, there's Earth-X, which we ta- teased about last issue. Right, That's right. The,
1: um, with the Freedom, Freedom, Fighters Freedom Fighters from Quality Comics.
0: There's Earth-S, uh, which is easy to remember because it's the Shazam, Shazam. family. Yep. Right, um, from uh, Fawcett Comics. Fawcett, yes, yep. so.
1: and I'm blanking on that third Earth. Uh, Earth-4, which is all the characters four. they just yeah. acquired from Charlton Comics. So the and Blue Beetle, Beetle, Captain Atom, yep.
0: Question. And this Beast issue maker. is actually the first appearance uh, in DC Comics of... Uh, I think Question... Everybody except at, Blue Beetle. Yeah, Blue yeah. Beetle who was earlier, earlier in this, yeah. yeah. In this... Uh, that that is true. That is true. So uh, what she's effectively doing is she's... It's an interesting choice. It seems like it would have been just as easy for Monitor to have sacrificed himself to bring five worlds into the into the his negative bubble, whatever. Right. But um or his protective protective shell. But we have another issue, a couple of issues after Monitor's death, where Harbinger does it. Mm-hmm. I, I the only reason I can think of for doing this is is pacing out all these introductions. And possibly because I don't know if people knew or even if Marv knew that these other worlds were
1: gonna be folded into the DC comic universe. I'm not sure I at this point. I think he probably had an idea, but I think also at the same time marv is doing a fair amount of vamping yeah so i think i think he had a general plan but i think he's having to adjust that plan on the fly
3: I that, think that feels right. I think also pacing out these interactions is the right or these introductions is the right idea. I mean, yeah, you know, issue yeah. one and two were just introduction palooza. If it was, if we, if it was yeah. haunted
0: tank or, and, and right. losers and then freedom fighters and then uh, Earth uh, Blue Beetle and his Blue Beetle gang, <laughs> and like it would have been and too that, much. And now
2: you're like, oh wow, yeah. weird no-face guy.
1: It, yeah. they, 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 oh, kinda, they forgot
2: to draw the face on this guy.
1: They <laughs> kind of ease you into it uh, where he's upping the Anti a little bit with each issue. He's bringing in some more characters, some more worlds, some more things. I mean, it's in monthly comics, you're always flying by the seat of your pants to right. some degree. Because, even in a, mini, yeah.
0: even in a, like,
1: a planned out, uh, air quotes, uh, right. miniseries like this. Well, and especially also with this, this is touching on every other book that DC publishes, basically. So. I'm sure they were, like, talking with some of the other writers and editors and stuff to try and make sure that everybody could be on the same page on this stuff. Yeah, Try to and, coordinate this. It's right, got to right. be a
0: nightmare. So two awesome things happen in this book that I want to pull out. One is we have numerous instances as the universe are beginning to vibrate together and and despite being protected by them on the antimatter uh, field because um, they're about to collide within one another. As this is happening, all the villains are disappearing as well. And we seem to... S- it looks pretty obvious as we only see one uh, proven case of mm-hmm. uh, Brainiac is the one cruising around <laughs> and just picking up villains. Picking up villains. With like that he's got- awesome
1: panel of his skull ship. His I love that panel. Skull ship. I love
0: the skull ship. It is a really cool ship. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it. it, it it's cool. I like this a lot. I like the fact that despite all of this is happening, their villains are still like, well, let's make sure that the legion of supervillains is is going to stick around on the other end of this. Come aid Maybe. me, goofy power armor, Lex Luthor. <laughs> and Lex Luthor's
1: like, "Do I even know you, bro?" which is yeah. my favorite part. Cuz they hadn't they hadn't uh, encountered each other since they both had uh, sort of re- remade their looks. This
3: Assumably, is Brainiac picking up some new villains uh, that are going to over into...
0: My guess is that some of the villains that we saw missing earlier in mm-hmm. this run are going to be there, and yeah. we see a couple of villains getting picked up, including uh, um, Ocean Master and uh, the guy with the big head, who's uh, with Ocean Master. What page um, is uh, that Black on? Manta. Black, Black Manta. Black Manta. Yes,
1: yes, you're right, yeah. you're right. They they do disappear on page 16.
0: So my guess is that's what's happening. But on the, uh, the second part, and the reason I'm bringing these both up at the same time is because they're relate. Is heroes are fighting heroes, which is very typical. Yes, but I'm in this, just totally going to say that right. Except for the, the amount of characters, like why would heroes fight each other? And we're all like, yeah, <laughs> kind of the thing you do. Yeah. Uh, but the heroes that are fighting are the Earth X heroes, the Earth S heroes. And, and the Charlton the, heroes, the Earth Four heroes. Yeah. Right? Why that has a number? It's, you can just uh, call or, them the Earth, uh, yeah. Charlton heroes. And uh, they are fighting with the main DC universe heroes. And what's cool about this moment is that it—the reason for that fighting—is Psychopirate's influence. Right. So you can almost see the reverse of the planning of this. You can see that mm-hmm. at one point, Marv is like, "All right, we want to have a moment where all these new characters are coming, being introduced in." they are obviously going to have a duke out with our our dc heroes right why would they fight it's the end of the world. Why would they fight? It feels like just a misunderstanding
3: is a little mm, weak. Mm-hmm. So having uh, their emotions well, heightened, yeah. Let's have some yeah. some
0: mind controlling villain in there in the beginning. And I guess I'll put him in there in the very beginning, or else why would this make sense? But then I have nothing for him to do for a while, so he's just gonna whine <laughs>
2: for like five <laughs> issues. <laughs> well,
3: but yeah, I think the only- I could
2: really use a whiny character. I need a oh tootie. crap! I forgot about Pariah.
3: <laughs> but I the mean, only thing that. I was gonna say the only thing that doesn't make sense about that to me is isn't he brought in by the monitor? Who I feel like is like, well, I've been planning this out and I know what's kind of know what's going to happen. Maybe,
0: maybe. Why would he do that if he knows? Maybe monitor brings in psychopirate because anti-monitor was like, all right, I'll take psychopirate, but it's like it's like it's like playing chess and you a sacrificial pawn. He could have taken like Raven. And Raven would have done the job so much better. Oh, mm. you know. So what? he picked the worst mm-hmm. uh-huh.
3: person. I, he I was. like oh I like this Yeah, That is exactly. funny. I like this a lot. Uh,
1: there's <laughs> that a, makes the monitor into much smarter than I think he probably was, but <laughs> right. but I I really, I really like that explanation.
3: There's a couple panels in here I really like as mm-hmm. we're kinda like getting into Harbinger's sacrifice and the the fighting. I really like um it's on, oh gosh, I think it's like page nine or something, uh-huh. where you kind of get like Harbinger's image against the like white background yeah, of the right, disappearing right. universe. I don't want to say this feels very modern, like, because that's a weird way of phrasing that. But I don't know, this this feels like an oddly iconic piece of imagery that I've like yeah, seen yeah. again, um, but that like doesn't stand out, you know, her only being a couple Her sacrifice is of more, beautiful,
0: more beautiful in the way it's illustrated, even yeah. if it's less mm-hmm. fatal.
1: Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, that's true. And also we have uh, Dr. Light being suddenly, wait, I understand everybody. Wait, but I don't speak English. And and Northwind from Infinity Incorporated just goes, uh, sounds like either the Luther Kid or Harbinger did something to you, Light. But uh, one thing for sure, it'll certainly simplify things. That's basically just Marv saying to the reader, yeah, I probably should have had her just be able to speak English yeah, in the beginning. The yeah, I'm, I'm tired of having everything she says be translated and have those two little brackets oh, around all of her tired of speech it. balloons. Uh, <laughs>
0: so. Yeah. So a couple interesting moments here. I don't... I'm not really super excited by... Um, I'll be honest. I'm not really super excited by the Earth-X heroes. The mm-hmm. Freedom Fighters are fun, but they, they're just super problematic and weird. I, I uh, just. Oh, who,
1: who's the most problematic? Honestly, in your mind? Black Condor, for some reason. He's why, the, why do you find he, Black Condor? You said I, something about this last episode. Why do you find Black Condor problematic? He just looks ridiculous. Because he's a half naked man with like cloth wings flying around uh, who is trained to I fly know. by condors.
0: Oh, all right. No, I can't. I can't. Uh, whatever. There's some blockage in my mind that I'm not allowing, there I'm not is a, allowing myself to know what past trauma I experienced. There is a high horrible
1: goof factor with the Black Condor. He His secret identity was also a U.S. senator who was like his exact <sighs> double. Oh my and God. The, the real senator died and he just replaced the senator. As his secret identity. It really feels... Which I'm sure that's legal. I'm sure you can totally replace a senator if you happen to be the exact double of that senator. I think that's a year before That's in the Constitution somewhere, I'm certain.
0: Yeah. You know what? I I apologize if you're fans of these uh, these characters, but they feel the least like real. Like these characters did not like did not experience. At very least, these characters did not experience a silver age, where they were these mm, are all characters modernized a little bit
1: from the nineteen forties. So there is there is a certain goof factor.
0: Yeah, Um, that'll be my political way of saying they did not experience a silver age. I
3: just I think I just have a general problem. I, I know we're like oh well this happens the heroes fighting the heroes, but like I just can't get into it. You know, and I don't know if it's because I'm so disconnected from so many of these characters, they're not the versions of the characters I understand or know, or maybe Mm -hmm. even it's like, like you said, with the, you know, the Earth X characters or whatever, like, do, do any of them even know them? Like... Because yeah, it's you just said that they're like yeah, characters yeah. from the 40s. They could just be literally anybody, right? I got mm-hmm. excited with Shazam and Supergirl fighting. Yeah,
0: I, you skipped ahead a little bit for oh, me. sorry. But I was going to yeah. go into the, the Earth 4 Charlton characters. Yes. It's kind of interesting. Finally, we've got characters who are able to articulate why they're doing this. Uh, uh-huh. The scene with Blue Beetle and Question was very useful. Yes. It's saying, oh, mm-hmm. uh-huh. I guess we're being influenced to being terrified into wanting to beat these guys up. Uh, very cool but the winner for me uh, is the the Shazam family the the, the captain Marvel and Mar- they were called
1: the Marvel family Dick. Back then. Yeah,
0: and Mary Marvel and, oh, uh, God, was it Captain Uncle? Captain Marvel Jr.
1: Captain and then Marvel. there was Uncle Marvel. There was, was Uncle it? Marvel. There was Hoppy the Marvel Bunny, who, who I don't think appears in this. Appear. But oh, Uncle Marvel goodness. does. And yes. the reason
0: why I want to pull that out is because somebody even questions, why is he here?
1: <laughs> yeah, and Uncle like, Marvel's whole month, deal yeah, so was mean. he had no superpowers, but he pretended he did. When, when the kids would transform themselves into the Marvel family... Uh, Uncle Dudley would just quickly change into his own Captain he Marvel just wanted to suit be and just run around with them, and they and they would just humor him and be like, "Oh yeah, thanks for helping us out, Uncle Marvel." And they pretended that they were fooled by this. Yeah. What um, is this Again, some- it's a Golden Age bit, so you just have to go with it. This
3: some sort of be nice to your elders plot? Uh, it was, I
1: it was kind of, yeah. Kind of. Yeah. But
3: th-
0: this really is where the art is beautiful, seeing uh, uh, Captain Marvel uh, or Shazam or whatever uh, you want to call Jerry Ordway fighting. on Captain Marvel. Yeah. You
1: can't do any better than that. I yeah. mean, I, and it's George Perez's uh, pencils, of course. But uh, years <laughs> later, about 10 years after this, uh, Jerry Ordway would do a run on Captain Marvel himself, so
0: and even the like the 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 amazing the the way the people are mindlessly walking into like you understand why mm-hmm. why anti monitor is using Psycho Pirate right get to rush this and yeah. to make people walk into the 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 they're like the,
1: lemmings yes. throwing themselves over the edge <laughs> and,
0: and uh, the 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 save the uh, the crystal prism that's stopping them oh, from yeah, doing that it oh yeah that was cool yeah. it's really like this is Probably the first action piece that's prolonged that I feel like the heroes are doing something, but maybe they're not going to succeed. And when success is actually a level of success is pulled out through Harbinger's sacrifice and that wonderful page of all those worlds, including each one of the the, the three different streams of a uh, of the three different universes. That's on on page 21 on page 21 uh, going into the void yeah. and on Psychopirate f- freaking out because he's losing connection with all the people he was ODing on moments before that is it's just brilliant it's just wonderful just
1: great design by George Perez too I mean just his his design sense is just wonderful and he's he's getting all these abstract concepts across in a cool interesting graphic way
0: yeah it's highly dynamic yeah and it you know, she, uh, Harberger shows up on the, well, I guess Lydia. Is that, is that her name? Uh, uh Lida. I, Lida I keep calling her Lydia. Lyda. Lydia, the, the tattooed lady <laughs> comes out on the other end on a little piece of floating rock with Alexander Luther. And they're like, well, that was crazy. Wasn't it?
1: I, I want to back up for a couple pages when, when the, the various heroes, they're fighting the freedom fighters. There's a great bit where steel from the justice league, he's like fighting off the mob and, and steel's like this patriotic hero. He's like, The six million dollar man crossed with Captain America. And he's like, People, you gotta believe me. We can't we came here to help you. And Uncle Sam is charging him and he says, You desecrate the American flag and you want us to believe you. And I love that character bit. That's such a cool bit. Yeah, Uncle Sam is is taking offense to Steele's costume. I love that. I'm just I I,
2: that kind of blows my mind because isn't that the pot calling the kettle black? <laughs> sort of. <laughs> I think Uncle Sam believes he's a he is an icon.
0: Of, yeah. No, he, he is. Uncle Sam sanctioned. was
1: the actual spirit of America. He yeah. he is he's not a guy who thinks he's Uncle Sam. He is actual no fooling. Uncle Sam, the James Montgomery flag. So guy. some, some made, weird made costume living. adventurer yeah. who
0: puts on the red, white, and blue spandex could be very offensive i'm surprised that
1: anything was this self-referential at the time it was made i i just really like that because it's a it's kind of a neat uh cool meta bit and it's also cool to see like you know katana fighting judo master and uh oh and there's a uh, one of the charlton characters that we barely see uh who uh, the flash outruns him and punches him out this is on page 14 that is a character called peter cannon thunderbolt who didn't make many appearances in DC Comics because it later turned out that uh, he was largely owned by his creator, uh, Pete Morrissey. Oh. So DC, they, they had to make some special arrangement with his estate if they ever wanted to use him. And I think uh, the character eventually just reverted back to uh, Morrissey's uh, uh, family. Completely. I can so,
2: understand DC saying it's not worth the effort. Yeah. We've right. got 27 so of these So, I mean, so, characters. the yeah.
1: Charlton characters, they may also seem very familiar because you have to remember these are the characters that the heroes in Watchmen were based right, on. Right. Yeah. Blue Beetle became uh, Night, Owl. Night Owl. Yeah. Uh, Captain Adam became Dr. Manhattan. Nightshade sort of became Silk Spectre. Uh, Silk Spectre didn't take a whole lot from Nightshade, but the Peacemaker is the comedian. Uh, Chudo Master, I don't think he really has an equivalent. Um, question? Uh, question the Rorschach. question is Rorschach. Right? And yeah. uh, the Thunderbolt was uh, Mandius.
3: I am so glad you said this because I was wondering why they all looked so familiar. And I'm like, but I definitely don't think I have yeah, a lot of why. experience with anyone originally, except Blue Beetle. Y- these yeah. were the Watchmen yeah. was
0: originally going to be the Charlton characters. And then they decided, you know what? Yeah.
1: A little Let's too not dark do that. for that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's it's because Dick Giordano, who is the, the head honcho, the uh, I believe the executive editor of DC Comics, he had a history at Charlton Comics, and that was part of the reason that DC acquired these characters, was he he had an affection for these characters, and it, it was sort of a present to mm-hmm. Dig Giordano, almost. Um, and so we, he read this proposal for Watchmen, he, and he was like, oh, this is amazing, this is wonderful, but once Watchmen is done, we couldn't do a whole lot with these characters <laughs> anymore, yeah. because you kill off... A lot of them, and you you change a lot of them. So fundamentally. So what if you and Dave Gibbons created new characters and told this same story? And, and Alan Moore was like, "Yeah, that's all right. I'll do that." And, I'm an easy uh, to work with guy. I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Alan Moore was very agreeable. Um, and, and he and Alan Moore and Dave Gibbons they were the contract they had. They were expecting the rights to Watchmen to revert back to them mm. uh, once it went out of print. But it was never. such a popular book; it never went out of print. That so, which is another a
0: whole another thing we could do a and a that's yeah that's on. a whole
1: another can of worms. That's a reader's digest version. Yeah. Uh,
0: so uh, I, there's a lot of good things here that I like to focus on. Uh, we uh, again we kind of we wrap up before we go back to one major story part. We're going to talk about um, yeah we're going to talk about uh, Wildcat in a bit. But uh, we've got uh, Lyda and Alexander Luther on the Rock going. Did a good job, kid.
1: <laughs> yeah. Way to save those Earths. And I do think... And you got it, your pink dress with all the fringe yeah. back. Uh, and this is how you sacrifice that's a look. yourself, man. That's a look. That's a... They would not look out of place at, like, Studio 54. No. So are they,
3: like, done?
0: No. I think that, you know, they've, they're they very excited that they've managed to save uh, as a, a total of five Earths now. And out of infinite. Out of infinite. <laughs>
3: and now they are... You know, guys, I don't... Not it's a big talk, number. That's, a, that's about, a great
1: success rate. We don't want to do the, the math There's on that. There's infinity actually. earth. We've saved five.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. We don't well wanna, done. We don't do <laughs> High this. five. High five. We don't want to yeah. do the math on that one. Uh, but, oh, there is one little thing I want to point out before we get into the, the, the emotional uh reveal at the end. Uh, we do get a little bit of the Aquaverse. That's not what it's called. Yeah, sure. But there's a mixture of all the different types of like underworld, underwater kingdoms here.
3: Oh, we do. Yeah, oh, we yeah. see Aquaman. Yeah. We and
0: talk a little bit that this is where Ocean Master and Black Manta uh, probably get right. missed the right way. But you see another just a little tease of all the Aquaman, Aqualad, Aquagirl. There's um, Lori Lamaris, Laura,
1: Superman's Superman's college girlfriend who he he thought was a woman in a wheelchair and then he eventually discovers, "Oh no, she's actually a mermaid." Of course. What? Yeah, that's a yeah. thing.
0: That is an It was
1: a very famous Superman story. He fell in love with with this woman and he decided to reveal his identity to her and then yeah, she's and like, "No, definitely. I can't be with you because I'm a mermaid and I am looking for the lost And, we've and that her name kind was of Lori Lamas, yes. yes.
2: oh L L S, of course. Yeah. yeah, it was the uh, it was yeah. the original plot for uh, for Superman three. Actually,
3: I don't I don't want to hear anymore. Let's
0: but <laughs> also, it was still going to st- no. But they yeah. said
2: no, that's ridiculous. Let's do the Richard Pryor thing.
0: <laughs> yeah. Richard Pryor did not look good as a mermaid. And, and we all we also
1: have a character dolphin. named the dolphin yeah. uh, who hadn't made many appearances at this point. She had appeared in a book called Showcase, which was a, a book that had uh, tryouts and. And she was uh, basically mute at this point, and there were, she was, had a very mysterious past, but we didn't know if she was just gets from... more mysterious because yes. nothing else happens.
3: I actually think they just... I just saw a thing with
1: this character. Yeah. They did a lot more with Dolphin starting in the 90s. She became like a love interest for Aquaman and Aqualad. Oh. Um, well, so they and, just yeah. they just introduced this
3: character on um, the new Young Teen Justice. Oh, yeah. oh really? Okay. Yeah, they nice. just they did a short storyline with she her.
1: Still in like off shorts uh, in the Daisy Dukes and a T-shirt, or does she have like a costume?
3: No, well, she was in normal clothes because uh, she was in normal clothes because they found her. But I like she was instantly recognizable like this color That's pattern, really this this the white hair. Yeah, That's the minute really I saw neat. it, the baby I, blue. I put it two and two together.
1: That's well, neat. cool.
0: All right. So there's an emotional underpunch for this entire story. And it is, of course, on fan favorite character Wildcat. Wildcat, whose legs were broken uh, in the last issue and who we've made many, many, many references to how crippled he is now. Somehow he is so crippled. You he guys, so much. He is so crippled. Science going on around here, but they still are like. Yeah, he's,
1: he's. That's it. That building really hit all the nerves. And he, and he, by the way, was crippled before Barbara Gordon. Oh, he is I mean, he's, he's blazing some trails. The
0: question is, does it last? We won't know in this issue because this is really just an attempt to get his. I want to say stepdaughter. <laughs> uh, foster uh, they, some, Yeah, she was.
1: I would say like just protege.
0: Protege. Uh, Yolanda Montez Montez, Montez Yes uh, Who picks up the mantle And the For some reason Incredibly form-fitting cat suit And becomes the next Wildcat I don't think it's actually
1: The same costume I think it's just A similar design so is this, I
2: say, uh, To be fair It's no more form-fitting Than, uh, than the original Wildcats was
1: Yeah no, I meant the fact, I assumed that
0: it was, it was the original the costume. costume. That's, no. I thought
2: that's why she had visited she, him. She just that peeled, she she s- peeled the Wildcat cloth, <laughs> knocked him <laughs> off this crippled sleeping man.
1: That's what I really thought was happening.
0: Now <laughs> that you say it out loud. never
1: occurred to me. Because, okay, in, in the previous page, you see him, he's in bed. And he's obviously she is in costume, he's yeah. got his costume, yeah. and right. yeah, from her silhouette, yeah. she has the mask on. Listen, whenever she's been I s- working so. on that cosplay, Frank. You, I just you, yeah, I just assumed, show
3: respect. I just assume she was robbing from the the crippled. So is this is this being used to maybe like relaunch Wildcat? Was yeah, this like historically a thing?
1: Um, she became like a, a character in the Infinity Incorporated book, but she never had like a book of her own or a feature of her own. But okay. She became a regular character in that book.
3: Can we talk about the cheeks? No.
1: Yeah, the, 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 the gray, the gray
0: cat cheeks? Sure. Yeah. It is a very yeah. odd choice for a costume to yeah. be like, oh, I want it to be cuter. <laughs> I'm fighting crime here. It's... I want it to be a little bit more, like, can't be a little button nose? <laughs> a little button nose right there? Or maybe it's like Batman and those are the most armored part of the uh, costume.
3: <laughs> I'll be honest. When we first saw Wildcat in the other thing,
2: uh-huh.
3: uh, I had to do a quick double back because it was like, "What did they do to Batman?"
1: Yep, yeah. <laughs> he was just very flustered. Just, it makes them look cat-like. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It does. It's it's fun. and you know it's nice because this is this is a costume that looks equally as good on a man or a woman. So I the, think you know doing the the it, gender. Yeah. Switch. I, th- I think that's a, that was a good call in this case.
0: And it's interesting that there, you know the focus was on diversity at this point in the comics. Mm-hmm. I, oh yeah, really neat. Uh, I I am just a little surprised yeah. that two issues were spent in this big overarching story to reboot Wildcat.
2: I don't know. I'm excited to find out where Wildcat goes from here. Yeah. This is. I'm sure she's going to feature uh, prominently in the uh, the story going forward. I mean. I, I, I just want to, yeah. you know, see. She'll probably be on the cover of the next issue, and I'll just turn the page. And, oh yeah. my god! <laughs> oh my god, guys, don't turn the page. Don't look at well, the well. We're cover.
0: not going to turn the page, but you might. I don't know how to segue. This is the thanks, but thank you for listening. If you enjoy this episode of Near Rip, please like, follow, and subscribe so you could get the latest in the podcatcher of your choice. Oh, and leave us a good review because we're done crippling James, and we need some other kind of incentive, guys. Why are y'all picking on the robot? Are we are we gonna have a new James next episode? We might episode? have to have a
3: new new James. Cool. Are you gonna have to reboot me to make me more inclusive?
2: James, we're, do you have a Latina, fe- a female Latina uh, protege? But actually,
1: James is the female. Oh, <laughs> uh, we're gonna have to like take off all your clothing and put this on this young Latina woman. We're
2: not. We're
0: gonna <laughs> so. cut all of this out because we did most of these jokes the first time, and also we didn't say
1: we were gonna strip a woman. We didn't say no. We're not stripping a woman. We're stripping James so we can clothe we're the woman in her. We're actually trying to put more clothes onto a woman. Yeah. Oh, well, that seems
2: also wrong in today's world. Really? Yeah. Forcing
0: okay. more clothes Every, on a Everything is wrong. We're not wrong.
1: forcing. She is. She is assuming the mantle of James. Listen. If it's of one thing was volition. made clear in this wait,
0: podcast, wait, 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 wait. If
2: anyone switches clothes, I assume it's by force. Always. Did you just assume the identity of James? <laughs> okay, boomer. <laughs> Done